Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Y Files podcast. I'm Wyatt. She's Annika. And we're coming to you live from the Tate compound in Bucharest, Romania. We're house sitting. We're house sitting. We're subbing in uh, for the Tate human trafficking operation. Um, Holding it down. I, I count the money. She whips the bitches in shape. And Actually, uh, I just got let out of the chamber to record this episode. Oh, right, so. right. And you're going to go right back in after. Yeah. You're going to go right back in there. I'm enjoying my hour. <laughs> yeah, enjoying your hour of rec time. Is this funny? Huh? <laughs> Is this funny? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh, so for those that haven't heard, I don't know how you haven't, but Andrew and Tristan Tate, along with two females that are their co-conspirators, I guess, have been uh, locked up in... Cu- in uh, government custody for the last 30 days in Romania, you know, um, they're under investigation for human trafficking and money laundering. And, you know, I don't know what's true. I don't know what's not true. I've seen rape allegations against both of them. I've seen human trafficking allegations against both of them, organized crime against both of them. But then you also have people close to them that say this is like a total sham. So it's really hard to see, you know, because, you know, it seems like the Matrix is a top attack the top G. And yeah, so this uh, is not news. It's just a distraction. Right. And, um, you know, you mentioned how they were dripped out coming out of court. Oh, yeah. Did you see what Andrew Tate was wearing? Yeah. the, The one thing I did notice, though, aside from their drip, was just how rough their beards were looking. Did you see that? No, I didn't notice. Yeah, because he's usually got that like to the skin beard and it was grown out and it was he had like a neared going too. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, they're allowed to wear their designer, but they're not allowed to shave. You yeah, know? I don't know. I don't know what kind of jail they're yeah. in. <laughs> it was kind of an interesting thing when they were going in as well, because when they were going into the court, it showed them and Andrew looked pissed. He was just like, and then Tristan actually looked okay. He was smiling and he waved to somebody that was filming. So it's oh, like, really? yeah. So Tate thinks he's going down. Tristan thinks they're getting out. That's what I think. Okay, maybe. <laughs> but um, wait, which one's older? I don't know. Actually, I think Tristan might be older. I think Tristan's a couple years older. Because I know Andrew's 36. Andrew's older by two years. Is actually. he really? Yeah, Tristan's 34. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know I that. I thought it was the other way around. Yeah, I would just assume Tristan was older. Yeah. But, you know, they've, they've been arrested. Andrew Tate's Bugatti has been seized. Not the Bugatti. The, the Bugatti. And um, that's been seized. All of his sports cars have been seized. Wow. And I guess it is basically like collateral to help fund the investigation. Okay. That's what I read is that it's collateral. Um, but it seems like they're really more concerned with these guys not leaving the country. They don't like, you know, they're taking, you know, like they can't leave the country because they're in custody and like, you know, their cars are taken. It just kind of seems like, you know, they're taking away every way for them to get out, you know? Yeah, it kind of seems like they don't. Do they do that to money launderers? Do they? Is it really that serious? Or do they know something that we don't know? They must know something we don't know. I feel like money laundering doesn't warrant like all that effort. Yeah. What if, what if, this is just a thought, is what if they're the money launderers for human traffickers? Because they own casinos. They own casinos. So like it's a, it's a possibility that they could be laundering the money for other darker, darker forces. Yeah, I guess I just usually assume that like when someone is taking part in like a certain illegal activity, it's usually not the only illegal activity. Yeah. They, yeah. 
I totally agree. When, like some, a, when someone's breaking into houses, they're usually selling drugs and stealing cars or something, you know? Right. And then I feel like a lot of people are saying, oh, well, maybe they started as human traffickers, but then like they realized they didn't need to do that anymore. Usually I feel like people who are making a lot of money don't just decide to stop. I agree. Especially yeah. when they seem to lack other moral codes. Oh, yeah. I totally so understand it doesn't, that. Yeah. I don't know. But that's just my opinion. I'm not trying to like pin anything on them. I don't know anything. Yeah. I feel you. The people that make these Tate compilations and like the motivational videos and things like that, they keep playing these clips of him saying like the Matrix is going to attack me. They're going to make up a reason to put me in jail. Aren't those amazing? Yeah, exactly. And people are like, oh, he knew it was coming. He knew they were coming for him. It's, and I was thinking, it's like, maybe he looked at the, at the women in cages in his backyard and knew that they were coming. You know, you know they knew yeah. something was coming. Yeah, people who engage in crime you tend to assume that the police are coming for them at some point yeah and that's something that i've mentioned to you a couple times is i know that they they take their security and all that very seriously and you know i might be stretching a little bit but they seem like incredibly paranoid or at least andrew does yeah like tristan seems like overly confident and comfortable a lot of the time and then andrew seems like really paranoid yeah and um what if one of them is doing it and the other one's not yeah, t- yeah. <laughs> watch Tristan's just in the back room, just like uploading to Hustlers University. They changed the name of Hustlers University. Did they really? It's called How the, heartbreaking. Yeah, it's called the real world now. Oh, ew. Yeah, the real world. But you have to understand, he lives in the real world. Yeah, right. We're in, We're the, in matrix. the matrix. We are in the matrix. Maybe we should sign up. $49.99 a month. Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> it's funny. You got like, you got like, like frat boys at like the university of alabama that are just sitting there with with shit all over their floor and beer cans spending like the money that their parents sent them to pay for hustlers university and they're just sitting here talking about how the matrix came and got the top g while they can't even like you know get their life in order i honestly want to speak to somebody who has participated in hustlers university well i'm subbing in for the tates so (laughs) let's talk about it um no, no but you know what i mean like i genuinely want to know like do they think it was worth it did they learn anything valuable are they making money now i want to know that's true i doubt it but i want to know so if anyone's everyone's signed up i i think it's it's like anything you know like for some people like two two people can follow the exact same course and not necessarily end up in the same place right so i think there's probably and I, i'm speaking for, with zero knowledge of what's on there but you know they it seems like, you know, that you could follow all of his methods and not end up with money or you could follow out and like, you know, there's a chance you were going to get money anyway. Yeah. I think it's more of just person to person. Like, cause there's a lot of people that like spew out all of this, all this Tate shit. Yeah. And, um, and they don't actually like put any of it into their actual lives. Like I was saying how yesterday I didn't want to go train mm-hmm. and how I saw a Tate clip that said, when I wake up in the morning, I have these things to do that I, I told myself I was going to do that day. And I'm going to do those things regardless of how I feel about doing them because that's what I said I was going to do. Right. Do what you're supposed to do, not what you feel like doing. And I was going to bail on the gym and I went. So like, you know, it's not like their their whole shtick is completely useless. Yeah. But you have guys, you have, it'll affect me in that way where I, I went to the gym yesterday because of it. Right. But then you might have people who they're not actually enacting any of this into their real life. Right. They're just making comments on like OnlyFans and bitches pages. And yeah. Shit like that. If you tell a regular girl that her job while you cheat on her is to stay at home, cook, clean, 
and just take it. And then say that it's because of it's a man's natural biological processes. That's not going to work for you. Yeah. With like any girl, that's just not going to work for you. So of course you can't apply that to your real life. You just like it. No, so yeah, of course. So you regurgitate it, but you don't live by it. You can. Yeah, exactly. It's not sustainable. Yeah. And I totally agree with that. Like, ugh. It just like people have to take things with a grain of salt. Not everything because you like somebody is 100% true. And then people on the other side, these fucking liberal schizos that are writing like fan fiction porn about Tate getting put in jail. Yeah. Just because they don't like Tate doesn't like that doesn't mean everything he says is bullshit. Yeah. And just because you like Tate doesn't mean everything that you that he says is true. Yeah. You know? And like, so people end up in the same, it's the same thing with politics where it's like, oh, I like Trump. So everything he says is right and everything Biden says is wrong and vice versa. Yeah. It's like you have to take things with a grain of salt. You have to understand these are salesmen. Yeah. They're trying to get a public office. They're trying to get money. It, uh, subscribers to Hustlers University, you have to understand that you're being sold something yeah. all the time. Yeah. Everything's entertainment. Everything is for sale. Yeah. And for these people to just think that everything this this guy says is gospel is like crazy. Because if you, you know, I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to focus on my body and my health. That's, that's like good shit. I'm not, I'm not going to let this, this girl play around with me anymore. Yeah. Some of that stuff is, is so, so valuable. Yeah. And then the other stuff where, you know, cheating is moral because it's my biological urge <laughs> and things like that. And. But if she cheats back, what is it? It's haram. <laughs> Ab- absolutely not. That's haram. <laughs> I really hope the guy is not a human trafficker. Yeah. Because he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I like, I swear to God, some of the clips, this guy's a fucking comedian, the shit that I see. Yeah. He already too started to tone it down. Like, starting when he went on Tucker, he already started to kind of tone down the misogyny and started pushing more like personal growth advice type of stuff. Yeah. And I love that for him. I don't want to hear about what he thinks about women. He doesn't know anything about women. Or if he does, he doesn't showcase that. He, you know, yeah. I, I want to hear his life advice. I want to hear how, like, I can make money like he makes money, you know, not human trafficking, but, yeah. you know, I want to But I mean know. that too, if the, if the money's right, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. Aside from him being like funny and shit, like, you know, I genuinely hope that he's, I genuinely hope that he's not a human trafficker because that means that there's women that are not being victimized, you yeah. know? Because if he is a human trafficker, you have women that are being, like, fucking held in cages, or I don't know what the fuck he does. Yeah. But, oh, I thought I heard one of our caged women screaming. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but um, You actually scared me. I was like, what is that? <laughs> um, but, no, like, uh, you know, if this is true, that means that women have been trafficked. Right. And have been victimized. Yeah, and a crime took And their place. life is ruined. Yeah. Their life is ruined. And... For these people that say they're fans of women or, you know, say that they support women to say, like, to come to the conclusion that he is a human trafficker based on the fact that they don't like him is actually, like, anti-woman. Because if you're hoping that this is true, at the same time, you're hoping that women got trafficked. Yeah, in a roundabout way. It's not straight, like, I want women to be trafficked, A to B. Yeah, I think a lot of people also are looking at the fact that they're actually being like investigated and things are not reverting. Mm-hmm. Sorry, and things are not reverting back to like, oh, they, they're innocent. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been a while that they've been in custody and like nothing's changed. I mean, that could be chalked up to just the process of the investigation. But yeah. I think a lot of people are starting to see like, oh, this wasn't a 
this wasn't like a one day thing, you know, they might have actually done this. Yeah. You know, obviously that's not, that doesn't give us room to say they for sure did it. But I think a lot of people too are just like, okay, this is, this is a real possibility now. It's not just a rumor anymore. Oh, definitely. And, um, I believe Tate was, was, had, had a rape out. I believe Andrew had a rape allegation in London in 2015. Probably. Which is, I don't, I, I don't know if that's true. I read that. But, yeah. You know, the Matrix is putting out a lot of stuff lately. So. Yeah. Also you know. word of them, like, or him human trafficking has like circulated for a while. It's not like something that we just found out about like a month ago or three weeks ago. Like this is a thing that's been going on for a long time. I remember Ethan Klein talking about it on yeah. H3 like a year ago. Yeah. And everyone got mad at him for talking about it. Yeah. It's like, okay, but this is a real thing. That might be a possibility. Oh yeah. You no. know? Yeah, when, when there's smoke, there's fire. So, like, I, I don't think that there's zero connection to crime. Right. I think it's just a... I think at this point, it's a matter of how involved, you know? Because they could have just been laundering money for human traffickers right. or something like that. Yeah. Um, And I definitely think that, yeah, when there's smoke, there's fire. There's something going on. Um, But, you know, one thing that... There's a little bit, a little bit conspiracy theorist of me, but you know, in a, in a country that's like kind of sketchy like that, like Romania, you know, like, you know, the, like Andrew Tate has openly said that the reason he likes living there is because the laws are bendable, yeah. you know, like, and you know, he's saying, Oh, when I get pulled over in my Bugatti, like I can hand a cop a hundred dollars when I'm speeding and he'll let me go. And so if it's a country that he's there because things are bendable, you know? What if this is also a country where the Matrix can basically put together this sort of sham trial and tarnish his name? Because something, you know, because it's already he's there because it's sketchy. It's he, his wealth and his status influences his surroundings. What if somebody that's even higher than that? like the people that Epstein was plugged in with or something like that are the ones trying to make this happen. And I'm going to go a little bit down this road right here, okay? Okay, so, I'll, I'll strap in so with you. So buckle up, guys. All right. The Jeff Jeffrey Epstein gets locked up. Time, you know, it goes away, we don't talk about it for a couple of years. The Ghislaine Maxwell trial comes around and bang, no no media coverage on the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. No media coverage. Yeah. And the client list doesn't come up. And what do they, what do they shove in our faces at the same time? <laughs> Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. Right. Okay. So. It's our girl. So they got, so, so, so Ghislaine Maxwell got through that trial, didn't release her client, Epstein's client list, didn't release it, took her sentence and she's sitting in jail. Is she? Who fucking knows? She's she's actually here with us at the Tate residence. Um, But we're keeping her safe. Yeah. And then fast forward to now, Tate gets locked up the same week that the Attorney General in the U.S. Virgin Islands indicts J.P. Morgan Bank for assisting Jeffrey Epstein's human trafficking operation, and Biden traveled to. The Virgin Islands, the same weekend that, that that attorney general was relieved of her duties. Okay. I'm so all I'm saying is, is that there's a possibility that the human traffickers that killed Epstein 
are are trying to convince us that Andrew Tate is a human trafficker. Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's the same thing as like, you know. He's the sacrificial lamb, if you will. Exactly. It's all a sham. Smoke and mirrors. And I'm I'm spitballing here. You guys don't fucking report me. Um, But, you know, the same thing as like politicians will accuse somebody else of the same thing that they're doing. Biden, you know, everyone's Trump's an ass. Trump's a Russian asset. Trump's been compromised. Trump is this. Trump is that. And the Bidens are compromised by Ukrainian companies and shit like that. So it's like at the same time that you're being accused or at the same time that they're accusing you of something, it's what they're doing. So yeah, I'm just not saying, even it's politics. not a crazy stretch to say that whoever that was that that knocked off Epstein is the person pulling the strings. And I'm just saying Tate, he's just a big name. Same same way Johnny Depp, Amber Hood heard how that was a big deal. They're covering shit up. The crazy thing too is like all of these people are so focused on whether or not Tate's a human trafficker. Whether and like it's, it's important like, though. It is. And but and I hate to go down like the Jordan Peterson route where he says, clean your room. But an, a, a lot of people got dirty rooms and they're worried about how dirty Andrew Tate's room is. You know what I'm saying? You, like, cause you have these, you have these like total losers, like, like, like unemployed life's a mess, baby daddies that don't pay child support. And, but they're, and like, they have their own things to figure out, but they're, but this is what they're putting their energy into, you know? Yeah. It is still important though. Uh You know, it is, if someone, if he is human trafficking people, that's important. How important though? Cause they put us up in this great house, you know? Yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot. (laughs) Don't strike me down. But so with that being said, in all seriousness, we hope that it's not true. But if it is, he should be held accountable, just like anybody else. I agree with you on that. I think that, you know, I hope he's, it's not true 100%. Because one, he's a funny guy, you know. And then two, so hopefully women didn't get trafficked, even though that's like kind of secondary. Um, but, but most importantly, I want to see him on podcasts again. So, you know. Do you think he'll ever be back? The top G lives forever. But he's only allowed to go on Rumble, right? Yeah, but he's, he ha- still goes on other podcasts. Like the, um, I forget the name of her podcast. Her name's Pearl, the white chick. Oh yeah, like, Just Pearly Thing. She always comes up on my stuff. Yeah, she comes up on mine too. And she said, uh, like she said her, not her whole account, but just her video with Tate has been like limited and like, you know, it makes sense. I mean, they don't want him on the platform. And it, whether you think that's right or wrong, they don't want him. So if they're deleting his account, you would think they probably don't want him on other people's too. That's true, the same yeah. thing. Yeah. No, yeah not saying it's wrong or right, but. I, no, I see what you're saying because if, if they kick him off of the platform and then another creator has him on their page on the same platform, YouTube, YouTube's going to be like, like, are you dumb? Like, we literally kicked him off. Yeah. You're asking for problems with us. And you know? YouTube doesn't care. They'll punish you too. They'll punish anybody. Yeah. They, they punish H3. They suspend H3. And yeah. H3 is, what, the most viewed podcast on YouTube? Yeah, and he's they, friends with Susan, whatever her name is. Yeah, like yeah. The, the, the admins at, at YouTube. I believe she's the CEO. Oh, okay. If yeah. I'm not mistaken, she it might be different higher now. Higher-ups. Yes, yeah. higher-ups. Higher-ups, yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, you should, I don't know. And that's the thing is, you guys got to understand is that everything is for sale. 
It's all ad revenue. If you fuck with their ad revenue, Tate fucks with their ad revenue. Right. Corporations don't want to want their, especially co- corporations that have like a woke agenda. Yeah. They don't want Tate content playing after their ad. You know? Right. Yeah. So when you start, that's, that's all of this matters. It's just money. Yeah. Like when you start fucking with someone's money, they're going to pull the plug on you. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of money, guys, we're starting a Patreon sometime this year. Let's uh let's get these subscribers up, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, we got the show's too good for you guys not to pay for it. So, <laughs> you know. I mean, I think that kind of wraps what we got on Tate. You know, I really uh I hope these dumb bitches keep it down in the in the cages outside. But aside from that, you know, it's been a lovely stay in Bucharest. But moving on from one incarcerated man to another, Tory Lanes was found guilty of multiple counts in uh the shooting of Meg the Stallion and he's awaiting sentencing. He's facing 22 years and you know, news as of today, he dropped the lawyer that lost him the case and he, they've extended uh, the period that he has until his appeal comes so that his lawyer can get caught up. His new lawyer can get caught up on the case. Okay. I'm gonna go quiet. I just want to hear what you think about, about this. I don't really know that much, to be honest. Uh-huh. I, I just had a gut feeling the whole time that Megan wouldn't have taken it this far if she didn't know. I mean, you you kind of like know who shoots you. You know, I feel like if there's any question about who shot you, you like start with that. I, you, yeah, it would you be know? I got shot. And she literally went on Twitter or whatever it was and she posted that video saying, yes, this N-word Tory shot me. Yeah. Like that's... Pretty bold. That's not. That's not a court document. Yeah, it's you not. You can get sued if that's li- if that's a lie. Yeah, and like, she had plenty of time to retract her. St- or, I mean, you. I don't really know, but she had plenty of time to like take a different stance if that was necessary, and she didn't. She stood on. Oh, you mean from then to the trial? Yeah, she had so much time. Yeah, you know, she had time to think about it. If it wasn't true, yeah, that doesn't mean there wasn't shady stuff coming from all sides. Uh huh. But as, yeah, as a general statement. I would like to think she wouldn't have been dumb enough to take it this far if he didn't actually shoot her. Especially, you know, she had other things that she was wrong about. You know, she got into a fight with the the Kelly, Kelsey, Kelly, whatever her name yeah. is. Um, and I guess she was drunk and acting crazy at Kylie's house. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean like you have to get doesn't that doesn't like make you deserving of being shot. No, and that way, also you know? doesn't mean that Tory Lanes as a felon should be in possession of a gun. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there's there's so many things like I know his dad was like outside of the courthouse like making this big spectacle and like being a drama queen. But yeah. it's like your son's not perfect. Like regardless of what happened, yeah, he's like not George s- Floyd. Okay, yeah. he didn't get like yeah. wronged. <laughs> I don't want that narrative of like he was like this is the greatest injustice. In Los Angeles County history, it's like, what? You were found guilty by a jury of your peers. Yeah. It's not, Meg's people didn't say Tory's guilty straight to jail. Yeah, and you he You went was, through a trial, they looked at evidence, and you were found guilty. So for this whole fucking, like, Tory was wronged yeah. type of thing, maybe he didn't shoot her. But he was involved in her getting shot. Yeah. You know? And if that one witness, that was the neighbor, um was telling the truth, then that means that one of the two women got the shit kicked out of her before the whole shooting happened, Yeah, you know? So, you know, I think that the end game here with Tori 
I think he appeals for a reduced sentence. I don't think, I think, you know, I think he was guilty on two or three charges. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to, I don't think they're going to go for the whole throw, throw the sentence out. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. I think that his lawyer is going to try really hard. His new lawyer is going to try really hard to get one or two of those charges thrown out. And then the other one reduced. And, you know, like one thing to think about too is these guys are famous, rich and famous, and they're buying the best money or the best lawyers that money can buy. Yeah. You know, so if they you, have label money behind them too. You have you have hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars backing you. You yeah. have executives that their their bottom line at their label has to do with you free putting out music and going on tour. Yeah, this person is an asset to them and they want to protect their asset. Exactly. And whether they're right or wrong. No, I totally yeah, no, no, I agree with you. And for to ha- to have the money to hire the any lawyer that you want, to to have the money to hire any lawyer that you want and still be guilty with the best lawyer that your label that you can find that evidence has to be fucking damning you know it yeah. has to be so clear cut because they didn't even deliberate that long they deliberated like 3 hours on like a thursday and then they deliberated and they announced it like the next morning so yeah. you know for them they weren't in there for 12 hours trying to work it out. It seems like everybody was kind of on the same page. Yeah. And I also have a problem with everybody getting their news about the trial from that one guy. I have a huge problem with that guy. He was. <laughs> so I was tired to see him on my feed. And another thing was that he was giving details like he was making it juicy. And then he would end his videos with member subscription content on here. So he was giving like dramatized like talked up versions yeah. of what happened yeah, to get people to go pay for his Patreon or whatever it yeah. was. Yeah. And everyone was getting their news from him. Everyone was like, yeah. And there nobody... was another girl. Her name was Megan Kunif Kunif. I think she's an LA times writer. Okay. She was tweeting the whole time. She was covering everything. Yeah. But her stuff wasn't getting the same amount of looks. Yeah. Because it wasn't some guy going, wow, yeah. better than TV. Yeah. Well, he was giving the side of the stories that people would be shocked by. He was giving the 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 left turn news. You know, he was giving exactly. the dramatic stance about like, oh, this girl's lying, like Tori's. Tori's innocent. And basically, that's what he said, was that Tori was innocent. Was and he took that stance on day one. From the start. That's yeah. what I was going to say, He too. took that stance very early on, and that's why I had a problem every time I saw a video of his. I was like, can we please have someone else? Like, it, anyone else. And he wasn't approaching it from a, like, let the facts play out. No. He was saying, Meg lied. Kelsey's a bad witness. Yeah. The security guard's not here. Pe- they must be trying to fuck Tori, yeah. you know? And It was odd that he was the one that was being pushed, too. I want to know, like... Who was pushing this guy? Why was he on every page? Yeah. And, and none of these other reporters were. I told, yeah, no, I agree with That's you. That's fishy to me. One thing that made a lot of sense too was that Meg- Megan's lawyers, they argued that her image was hurt by the whole thing because people thought she was lying. Yeah. And that Tory's image was only boosted from this. Yeah. And, and so whether he does a year or 20, you know, it's kind of irrelevant in that, like, you know, because of all of this, his streams went up and all these things, like, yeah. you know. 
He went from desperately bribing everyone involved to make his image look better to antagonizing her. He offered Megan a million dollars. Yeah, and he went straight from that to antagonizing her on the internet with DaBaby, with everyone in the music industry, like, alleging that she was lying. Even in Drake's song, like, he was alleging that she was lying. Yeah. You know, like... It, he had everybody in the industry talking about this girl's lying, this girl's this, this girl's this. So he was nothing but antagonizing to her until the trial started. Yeah. And then he went quiet. Yeah. It's the same thing Andrew Tate did. Once he got deplatformed, he started talking reasonably. Mm-hmm. He, he dropped the fucking, the crazy extreme shit and went to more like normal. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. It's convenient. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of some bitch shit to see like, you know, like... I'm like, this is more of a Tate thing, but like, I'm the top G. Nobody can do anything to me. I'm, I'm iron. He literally says I'm Iron Man. And, um, and, uh, you know, like nobody can touch me. I'm this, I'm that blah, blah, blah. And then you get locked up and it's like, Hmm, the matrix has attacked me. They're lying about me. I didn't shoot her. Like I didn't shoot Megan. You know, it's like, it's like, dude, you were just fucking screaming with total confidence about this shit. Tori and Tate, both of them. Yeah, Tory Lanez, Andrew Tate. Yeah. Same, yeah, two two birds, same boat. At the very least, Tory Lanez was engaging in severely bad behavior. That's like the very least. Terrible yeah. behavior. And speaking of bad behavior, <laughs> speaking of bad behavior, Gabrielle Union, who is married to Dwayne Wade, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Married to Dwayne Wade. Um, yeah, because she's Union Wade, yeah. Oh, that hyphenated shit. Yeah, hyphenated. So, Gabrielle, Gabrielle Union, uh, she spoke about her first marriage um, to uh, former, I believe his name was Chris Taylor. He played played, uh, in the NFL for the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is early 2000s. Okay. And she said that she didn't feel any guilt about cheating on him because she paid all of the bills. And, you know, she did say that he cheated as well, but she said, I wish I felt more guilt about how I acted in that marriage. And like, it's just pretty crazy because this is the same shit that Tate, that Andrew Tate is a misogynist for. Because if he protects the woman, this is his words, if he protects his woman and he cares for his woman and he brings in the money and he does this and he does that, why is he not allowed to have other bitches? And that's what Gabriel Union's saying. And I guarantee you, the same people that are saying, yeah, boss, bitch, they're the same ones that are like, Tate's a human trafficker, lock him up. I'm just confused what she means by she wishes she felt more guilt. What does that mean? It's like she knows she should feel bad about it, but doesn't. But then she's justifying her behavior by saying that he cheated. She, that she was like the breadwinner and she was paying all the bills. It doesn't sound like she wants to feel guilty. It sounds like she said that because it makes her look better. Yeah. What she should have said is I should feel guilty about this and I don't. Well, really what she should have said is nothing. Yeah. yeah. Like, she went on some show. This was just some, it was a fucking uh, Dak Shepard's podcast. Oh my God. Okay, queen. Yeah. I love Dak Shepard. Um, and what's crazy also is that like Dwayne Wade cheating on her has been a rumor for a while too. Is it? Yeah. It's been a rumor. I mean, you never know. I well, th- he I, does pay all the bills, right? I think that cutting off your kid's dick probably does uh, a lot in terms of bringing you together. So I'd have a hard time thinking that he did cheat. 
I guess I'm just trying to d- dissect her take on it. Like, I'm trying to, like, figure out what do you mean? Yeah. Because you didn't feel really- guilty back then. So why would you feel guilty in a new relationship hella years in the future? Yeah. I don't get why. Why are you even bringing it up? It's pretty odd. It's perplexing to think like she probably and, you know, I don't like I, I, she might not think she's a victim in, and stuff like that. But just like the I'm with another man now. I'm married with a family. Let me talk about the old guy I cheated on. That's Why? just that's just bullshit to me. And to be phony and be like, I wish I felt more guilty. Like, no, you don't. Oh, so holier yeah. than thou. Get off your fucking pedestal. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. I wish. What do you mean? I wish I felt bad. I hate it here. I mean, if you were a good, I hate it. <laughs> death to all of Literally them. Literally death to all of them. I'm sorry, but. Oh my God. She stinks. <laughs> do you think she really stinks? No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Because she had to. No, oof. I was going to make a joke about their trans kid wearing oh. perfume, but I'll, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> Yeah. We're not on Patreon yet. I know, not yet. <laughs> We're so close. Uh, I just have to focus on this. Okay, she paid the bills, so she was allowed to cheat. And Tate is a misogynist for saying the same thing. I thought you guys wanted equal rights. But Tate was saying, I can cheat, but she can't cheat. And she was saying, we were both cheating, but I was right because I was paying the bills. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. So it's not a definitive I can cheat, you can't cheat. It's just that even if we're both cheating, I'm right. I'm I'm okay. I get mm-hmm. a pass and you're wrong. Yeah. You're just a cheater. But I'm a cheater who pays the bills and takes care of you. That's what she, that's her stance. And that's haram. That's haram. <laughs> that's definitely haram. <laughs> but, Shame on them. You know, moving on from you know from that to something that's a little dark. Um, a killer or a suspect has been arrested in the Idaho killings, which has been a huge t- talking point for a while um, since it happened. His name's Brian Koberger, mm-hmm. and um, he's was arrested in Pennsylvania, so he made it pretty far before he actually got arrested. And something that I thought was really crazy was we saw yesterday that they think he was posing as an internet sleuth as well. Yeah, I remember even like before any of this, I was telling you they think that he was going to the candlelight vigils. That's sick shit. Yeah, dude. but it's common, I guess. I guess it's common for these killers. And they get off on it. He drove by. So that the same, he killed them really early in the morning, at yeah. like two or three, something in the morning. And then later he drove, they pinged his phone again, driving by the house to see if police were there to kind of like see his work in action. That's dark. Yeah. That's dark. Yeah. Because they get off on, that's the same reason they go to the, like the vigils and shit like that. Yeah. Is because, okay, they get off on like taking, literally seeing the life leave somebody. Yeah. And then they, it's the whole thing that they like fetishize. Yeah. Where it's like, they got, they get off on watching like uh, the, the, the person's like soul leave their body and die. Yeah. And then they also get off on seeing their family being fucking like devastated yeah you know and then they also they're like oh like you know he drives by and he sees the cops looking he's like oh they they're doing that because because of, of me i did that i did that yeah yeah and i mean that's the reason he went to school for criminology yeah I he saw, took it that far it was interesting that he um i believe he was like researching the different things that um people do 
Like he was researching the habits of serial killers. And people were saying this was almost like a pet project to him. Like he He's was, like a wannabe. Like, yeah, he was like working on becoming a killer. Yeah. And this is like the sickest shit is that the one of the surviving roommates, they came face to face and he fucking laughed at her. Yeah. That's crazy. Imagine cracking a smirk after just and knifing walked, a couple 50 times. They said he walked past her. And he... Like, he was walking. Imagine thinking this person that I don't know who's in my house is walking towards me and they just go right past you. That's a wild thing to think about. She was so scared that that's why she didn't come out of her room for so long. She was in there for like eight or nine hours. Yeah. And she didn't want to come out because she didn't know if she did. Is he still going to be there? I don't know. Yeah. That's dark. Yeah. It's dark shit. And she didn't know where her roommates were. She was probably scared. And she's younger than us. She's like a little young girl and she's just traumatized for life and three three four others lost their lives it's really crazy to think about and yeah it was interesting he um when he was the reason they think he's posing as an here he was posing as an internet sleuth is because he i guess his reddit uh account he left a comment um with them talking about running uh, DNA, mm-hmm. and he said they must have found the sheath, like the the knife sheath that uh, was left behind. Yeah, I guess they're saying his Reddit account or whatever it was left a comment like that on a message board. Yeah, before anyone knew that there was a sheath, like that was left behind. They were saying, "Oh that, wow, yeah." There was like like a police have found something and they're running DNA, and he left a comment like they must have found the sheath. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I guess he had a thread too where he wanted other people who have committed crimes to like tell him how it was and like what the people looked like and it stuff like that. It was like a that. case study. He wrote like a questionnaire. Yeah, I mean he was a student. Yeah. It was like his this seems to be his life's mission to like find out what it's like to kill someone, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, he went to school he went to school for criminology and he wasn't even like, I'm gonna learn how to solve crimes. I'm gonna learn how to get away with them. Yeah. Which is crazy. And people in his class were saying that when he showed back up, he looked different. He started acting different. Like he was acting like giddy and like happy and just fucking super content. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's sick that I mean it'll make you sick when you really think about it. Yeah. About people's motives. Or hard. And he he looked like your average, like nerdy guy, like Uh He's 28 going on 40, you know? When I saw him, have you seen Night, uh, Night Stalker? Or I'm sorry, Nightcrawler with, yes. J- with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. He gives off like Jake Gyllenhaal vibes in that oh, movie 100%. where it's like the wide eyes. And, have like, you seen the picture, the video of him when they're getting pulled over? Him and his dad? Yeah. He, he literally is like, and the, the dad is like smiling and super pleasant. And he was like this. Yeah, he's freaked out. Yeah, he was scared as hell. And they knew him. They knew who he was already when they pulled him over. Uh-huh. They were, it was like this big thing. They were trying to, it was basically to get his location, to know where he's at. Oh, and, um, so when the arrest came, they yeah. would know where to find him? Yeah. Oh. So they pulled him over for things that I think they're going to try to argue, his defense is going to try to argue is like dismissible because it Entrapment, wasn't. Entrapment, whatever. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, they found him. They got him off the streets. That's all I care about. Imagine being that dude's defense. Yeah. And he just goes, yeah, I just fucking. I think they had to bring an out of town um, prosecutor. Oh, they for sure would have. All those prosecutors were probably. Like, Fuck yeah, that. no, I'm... they said no. Or defense attorneys, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And um, no, it's like, to- it's, it's so fucked up to think about that 
you could kill somebody and like feel joy in it, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, I feel joy in like helping these bitches in the cages stay locked oh up. But, um, <laughs> and me. And you, yeah. But, <laughs> but I let you out. See, we're doing yeah. a podcast, you know, yeah. there. But don't get it twisted. I'm going right back in after this. Yeah. So. And then, yeah. And, you know, something else uh, that happened that's uh, a little violent is uh, New Year's Eve in Mexico, uh, Dana White, president of the UFC, was caught on camera slapping his wife around a little bit, Um, you know, and he went on TMZ. And I thought it was, we both, we both agreed on this. We thought it was fucking disgusting. The softballs that they were throwing Dana. Yeah. The f- it was pretty bad. Fucking Harvey is like, oh, this is a place where alcohol is flowing. Do you even remember what happened? Do you even remember? Like they were, they were offering him excuses. Yeah. And he wasn't taking them, which I can't, I don't respect him for hitting his wife, but I, 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 it is respectable to not take the softballs when they're given. No, that's why they were given. Why? So he could, yeah, no, this is how this works, babe. Uh Yeah. So they had a prior discussion Uh about how to make Dana come out of it looking as good as possible. Mm -hmm. So him doing that serves him. It's not like, it's not like this big thing. He, that was pre-planned for sure. This to make fo- him look better. This former fighter named John Fitch, who hates Dana, to be fair, so take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. He said today, he said, Dana's been exploiting fighters and banging hookers for 25 years, and now he's a bad guy. <laughs> like, as he slapped his wife. And the weirdest thing to me is, like, you know, seeing fighters, not, not even fighters, but just people in general. I won't say just fighters, but people in general that are, like, defending him, saying he got hit first. And all this stuff. And it's like, I've always thought it's like, you never put your hand, as a man, you never hit a woman, even if it's hitting her back, because you're the big, strong one. You can hurt her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, so, if, she, if she starts hitting you, you know, grab her wrists to yeah. make her stop or yeah. something like that. But when you hit her back, all's fair game, you know? Whatever bullshit you get. Because yeah. if he just, like, if he would have ate that slap and moved on. Yeah. That would have been an amazing look for him. He would have, it would have been, who's his crazy bitch wife? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And why is she so violent? And why is she so violent? But now it's She probably like, found out he was fucking a hooker in Mexico. Guaranteed. Not guaranteed, but. But it probably wasn't the first time she found out about something like that. It, it probably, probably just, isn't the first time he hit her, no, too. No, it's not. He said, in, he said in his fucking, uh, uh, he said in his interview, he's like, it's never happened before. It'll never happen again. As I'd if appreci- anyone believes I'd that. I appreciate the honesty. If he's just, yeah, he just, sometimes she raises her voice and I fucking push her around, slap her a little bit, you know? I put yeah. the bitch in her place. Like, if he would have said that, that would have been more gangster. Yeah. But. I'm not saying it's a gangster, it's not but, your wife, but I'm but just saying like, you know, be honest about it. Cause it's very obvious that it's not the first time. Like you don't hit sa- your wife for the first time in public. It's you the don't. same as like the, the, the time, the first time that you get caught cheating is not the first time you cheated. It never Almost is. Almost never. No. Almost That's why never. he felt so comfortable doing it. And he probably regretted it right after, but he's probably done it before. That's like, I'm tired of this. Like it was the first time. No. Yeah. No. Like, and I saw people saying, like, I saw a comment today where people were defending Dana and people are like, somebody said, people are acting like Dana chased his wife down and mauled her. It doesn't and I was make like, a it difference. Doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't. Like, you had to have security split up you and your wife. 
That's crazy. And and this all this fucking softball shit is oh my god. Dustin Poirier, you know, I, I we both like Dustin a lot. Such a queen. And he, you know, he said, I don't know what happens. Like, I don't know what the reper- repercussions are for a guy of his status. Nothing. And it's crazy that, like, people are defending him. And I'm not saying Dana's, like, a terrible guy. But this is an inexcusable act. And the fact that he is even saying there's no excuse. He said, I know he's, you know, you know, some of it's the gamesmanship and trying to damage control. Well, and stuff. he has no other option. He said, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. He says it over That's and over the only and thing over he again. Can say. And then you have fucking Dana Dick writers that are in the comments arguing for him. Yeah. The problem is, is that not everybody knows who Dana White is. Basically, the only people who knows who Dana White is is fans mm-hmm. of the UFC, mm-hmm. and those aren't the people that are going to hold him accountable. The people that would hold him accountable in the same way that feminists hold Andrew Tate accountable, mm-hmm. it's the people who you aren't affiliated with, who have no loyalty towards you, right. and that's where the problem lies, is that there's not enough people outside of MMA that know who Dana White is that would be able to do that. Yeah, It's just fans who who, who have a vested interest in protecting him. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and it kind of, it's weird because like MMA as a whole has had this stigma of violence because it is fighting. Yeah. And you know, there's been all this work of got people trying to break the stigma that fighters are violent people. And it feels like it's all come unraveled in the last like month. Like literally the UFC took a month off at the end of the year yeah. and it was basically like <laughs> they didn't have, they didn't have uh they didn't have any official events, but they had fucking like four fight nights, you know. Phil Baroni got arrested for killing his girlfriend. One other guy got arrested for um for beating his his wife in front of their child. Yeah. And now Dana with this. And Ariel Helwani said it's really good. It's like he he said this really well. You know, he said that, you know, this stuff has to be addressed at some point. He's like, you we keep pushing stuff under the rug and that rug is looking really fucking lumpy right now. And you know, some people are okay with a lumpy rug and then other people aren't. So, you know, the people that are defending Dana are the same people that are defending guys that do steroids or guys that hit their wife and all this stuff. And really it's fangirl behavior. So yeah, the amount of, you know, the amount of groupie shit that guys do. Yeah, and don't admit to. And don't admit to. Yeah. Like we were saying like, and for you guys go and say that, that, you know, I'm, putting on for Tate a little much, a little too much here. Go back three episodes. <laughs> Go back three episodes and see what I had to say about him, all right? Or and two also episodes. also take a joke. Yeah, it's okay to joke. I mean, these bitches are in cages. This is what we do. This is what we do. Fucking. And, you know, it just shows, like, how much, like, Dana is going to be coddled through this whole thing. Yeah. He's going to be treated with kid gloves because people are afraid of him. Like, you know, I want to see an interview where somebody says, you should step down. Yeah, nobody will do that. Nobody will do that. Instead, what's going to happen is you're going to have Brett Okamoto is going to go in there and, you know, you know, it's going to be. Everyone wants to hear about Dana and his wife. You know, what is, you know, somebody needs to press Dana on that. And, you know, Brett, Brett Okamoto is going to slide in and he's going to be like, Dana, everything that we want to know, we have the thing everybody wants to know. What's next for Hamzat Shemaev? Yeah. Are we going to see John Jones in 2023? <laughs> Who's Conor McGregor's comeback fight? Exactly. It's like, come on, Brett. I like you, dude, but don't be a pussy. I know there, I know Dana writes the script for you, but yeah. like, come on. And I saw that TBS 
was uh, is is considering dropping uh, Dana White's Power Slap League. They should. It's a bad look. No, 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 no. This is perfect promo. Your CEO actually does it. I mean, he doesn't fight, you know, so he doesn't can't relate to the fighters in that way. But he's slapping bitches around. His his woman. You know what I'm saying? Could you imagine? You know how like the NBA logo is a guy like dribbling? Oh my god! And like the M- the MLB logo is a guy swinging. Could you imagine the fucking power slap logo just being Dana just on his wife's face? <laughs> it's perfect promo. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I would like to see him face somewhat of a punishment. It's unlikely, but I would like to see it. I would like to see him be held accountable. I think it's bad. And someone actually is. This is as of today. And his wife. Why are you hitting your husband? Yes. Why are you guys hitting each other? Yeah, that's right. Just get a divorce. It's okay. I swear to God. And... Um This is as of today. I had to look at it. The name, the California Women's Legislative Caucus. I don't know who that is, but it's a women's group in California. I wonder if they were a part of the Amber Heard letter. They probably signed it, but they called for (laughs) his immediate removal of as UFC president. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But objectively, objectively, you there's a pay per view in a week and a half in Brazil. You can't just fucking trot him out there for press conferences and, and, and putting the belt on the new champ and stuff like that. Like, they might do it. They really might. And they're, yeah, they're, the, the, the shit's in them. Brazil. And you already know Brazilians are aggressive towards women anyway. So I wouldn't put it past the UFC to just like act like this never happened, unfortunately. I agree. But the way that I view it as I, I don't think anyone at the UFC has it in them to stand up to Dana. The only person that could is Ari Emanuel, who owns Endeavor, the group that owns the UFC now. Okay. And he's like besties with Dana. So the one guy that could like pull the plug on Dana is like one of his best friends. Yeah, but I think that also says a lot about him. I mean, as a man, I'm not trying to be like whatever, but as a man... Why can't you take valid criticism? Oh, why it's bitch shit for why sure. can't you take responsibility for something? I mean, you claim to be taking responsibility. You claim that there's no excuse, that it was the first time, all this stuff, but you don't actually you don't actually take responsibility. You just yeah. say you do. Yeah, exactly. But you're not actually willing to step down. You're not willing to take time off, you know? So I don't know. I think it's phony baloney, which is really disappointing because I really liked Dana yeah. a lot. But- I still like him. I think he's an entertaining guy, and my favorite sport is is where it is because of him. But that doesn't mean that you didn't do what you did, you know. Honestly, and he had a chance to be honest about it, and he wasn't. So yeah, and that's to me. I didn't think about that till you said it. How you were saying how this was how they set it up. They threw him softballs so he could swat him away. You don't have another choice. Yeah, when you want to come out of it looking good or as good as you possibly can. You don't have another option but yeah. to say you take responsibility and to say there's yeah. no excuse. But really, what? But really, how are you learning though? Oh, you're not. No, you no, know, no, no, no. like you're not. You're not actually facing consequences. And I think that's part of what his approach was. Was like, was like, uh, was like, no, 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 no. I know it's wrong. Leave me alone. That's exactly what it is. I know it's wrong. I don't need you to tell me. That's exactly what it is. Because literally, he was. Oh my goodness. He was like literally like. Eight hours after it happened, he yeah. was he was on Zoom with TMZ. Yeah, he was trying to get ahead of the problem before it was a problem. A hundred percent. And it's funny baloney to me. So, if nobody else will call him out, I'm calling him out. Annika <laughs> and Dana White, cage match, 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Power stuff. <laughs> uh, like, they do have to, I, 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 there's no shot he's going to get removed. But I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him in an, on a UFC broadcast in an official capacity for like a month. You know what's sad? What? I think that TMZ interview was enough to justify for himself mm-hmm. to just carry on like nothing happened. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like him doing that, it makes him feel right about mm-hmm. pretending like it never happened. And watch, he'll get into a press conference. He'll get into a press conference and anybody, any reporter that talks about that and not the fights is getting, get, they're going to get Ariel Helwani. They're going to get their credentials pulled and shit. Yeah. And like, cause that's what happens is the only media that has access to Dana are the ones that make him look good. Yeah. And like, you know, and something that Ariel said again, sorry, I keep spitting on you, but, okay. um, wouldn't be the first yeah, time. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 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 uh, uh, tonight. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> how much longer do we have of this? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the last thing we're gonna talk about <laughs> Drake, because this actually is sexual, so we're on the right topic. Um, all right, so the last thing we're gonna talk about today Julia Fox went on Watch What's Happening Live with Andy Cohen, and she said that her uh, unmatched best celebrity date was with drake and yeah and she said really drake yeah and so she said that he flew her out like he he flew to her she got on the plane and they flew back to wherever he bought her he took her shopping at chanel um and that they were she said they cuddled on the jet we we know she sucked them yeah and and you know what's crazy to think about? One, okay, she said her actual quote was, I didn't want to talk about this, but you guys gave me shots. Oh, my God. This is the same retard that said that she dated Kanye West so that Kim Kardashian could have a break. Yeah, what? She obviously wants to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, no one was talking about her before. Yeah, nobody was. This is literally like... I hate to be a hater, but this is literally like the most talentless person yeah. that could get famous. She, 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 she's pretty unbearable. No, she fucks her way around to keep herself in the mix. She fucked on Josh Safdie and got on Un- Uncut Gems. Did you they know? fuck? Oh, fucking no. Let's just say. I'm but just <laughs> honestly, I, I would honestly say the one thing I will say about Julia Fox is that I actually respect that she's open about it. Fair Even enough. if it's cringy, because there's those she girls, doesn't act like she doesn't do it, which is what a lot of girls Because there's do. a lot of girls that fucking get flown to Dubai to get pooped on and fuck a dog, and they act like it never happened. Yeah. You know? Like, which is... She, I agree with you. That's yeah. respectable. And you know what's crazy to think it's about? still cringy, though. It, the timeline. So Kim allegedly cheated on Kanye with Drake. Oh, I forgot a- about allegedly. that. Allegedly. Yeah. But also... This was the, the Drake and Julia Fox thing was in 2018 or 19, around the time Uncut Gems came out. Oh, yeah, it so wasn't it wasn't recent. after Kanye. No. So, oh, I thought it was after Kanye. So not only did he fuck. So he so if oh. all of this works out, Drake fucked Kanye's wife and then they got divorced. And then the chick that he started dating right after Drake had fucked like three years before. 
Kanye. That's so disappointing. That's why he hates Jews. Drake's half Jewish. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like, he's talking about, he says all this stuff about who runs the labels. Yeah, he's he's anti-Jew and anti-black. Yeah, so. and, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> it's funny that you can like be an anti-black black person. Anyway. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think we would be surprised by how many there really are. I think there's a lot of anti-black black people out there. There's also a lot of like anti-men men. Yeah, and anti-white white. Anti oh. Yeah. I'm I just want to <laughs> apologize for my privilege. Okay. You've heard it here. <laughs> I'm not apologizing. Yeah, get for fucked, shit. guys. Don't quote that like I was serious. <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. Yeah, and I think just I I understand what you're saying, how you said it's you respect her for being open about it. Yeah. The thing I don't respect is the, I don't want to talk yeah. about it. It's pretty but, cringe. But if you'll make me, yeah. it's like, are, is the crew fucking, yeah. like, behind the camera saying, say it? Yeah. Andy Cohen, to be fair, does have that effect on people, though. That's, it's, it's He does kind of force stuff out of people sometimes. No, that's like, that's like a valuable, valuable thing that most uh, hosts don't have. Yeah. You know, it's like. And that's why most hosts are trash. Yeah. But not over here, guys. We're greatness over here, okay? It's black excellence. Black, this is black excellence. That is what this show is, is black excellence. <laughs> and 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 we're also pro-feminism. Imagine, imagine when I say that we're pro-feminism, and then you just hear, help me out, I'm in a cage. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I've been on this cam. I've been on this cam for three days. Oh. <laughs> I can't, That's what's weird too. I can't come on camera anymore. <laughs> oh <my God>. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, uh, Julia Fox, haram. What do you think she was wearing? Do she think she was wearing a leaf bikini when she was with Drake? No, she Or do wore, you think that's she, the new Julia nothing. Fox? She wore nothing. <laughs> she wore a tourniquet. <laughs> <laughs> for, you, for those of you that don't understand the tourniquet reference, Google Julia Fox heartburn slash nausea. Or if you don't want to throw up, don't do it. Yeah. But if you want to see her shoot up <laughs> and have nut on her back. Oh, I forgot about that. That's pretty foul. <laughs> that's pretty tough. Julia Fox, heartburn and nausea. I'm putting you guys onto something you didn't know. Heartburn and nausea. It, yeah, it's a it's a photo book. You've been experiencing that. You've been experiencing that recently. I have, and that's what happened. Yeah. I shot up heroin and got nut on my back, and now I have <laughs> now I have heartburn and nausea. <laughs> I just snorted. Uh, fully. You know what's funny? I'm always playing with this, and I'm never actually adjusting it. No, I know. I do this too. Like, yeah. I like move it back and forth. Like this. I'm telling you at some point it's going to be like a compilation of me, like not of like not doing anything on it. <laughs> <laughs> Wyatt boys pretending to adjust his mic. It's your ADD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up for the day. Um, just a couple of housekeeping things. Um, this is going to be our last episode from the Tate Compound in Bucharest. Um, no, I'm just kidding. This is going to be our last podcast from this studio. We have a new one that's built. We just have to finish the uh, setup of it, but the structure is built. Um, this is uh, the new. This is going to be the new look for the show. It's going to be a sick studio. This is going to be Wi Files 3.0. Wi Files 3.0. The first one was nomadic. The second one was here. And then well, we've the, come a long way. Yeah, we have. And in a short um, amount of time. 
2023 is going to be a big year for the pod. We got some other things coming that are not podcast related that we'll put you guys on with at a later date. That's the exciting stuff. Yeah. That's the exciting stuff. It's the real deal. And, um, but yeah, this is going to be our last episode um, from this studio. We're going to be in our own studio. This one, I mean, this is our own studio, but we're going to be in our very own, no restrictions or anything. I'll spare you guys the details, but, um, and we're going to, you know, guys, please continue to support. It means a whole lot to us. We put a lot of time and effort into it. Um, please continue to support, like, comment, subscribe, please share guys. We're trying to do the best we can, but we do need, uh, we do need to grow the show to make it better. You know, we need to make some income and stuff to grow the show more. So we're looking to get onto Patreon or something like that. Um, and yeah, so if you guys want me to go deep on conspiracies and say some foul shit, you know, you want it, trust me. You, yeah, you guys want it. We're going to get something behind a paywall, hopefully by the end of this year. Um, we have a lot of short term goals that add up to the big picture. So I'm excited. Definitely, definitely. And um, we're going to be settling into a regular schedule very soon with our releases. I'm not going to go ahead and just say it now because I don't know exactly what it's going to be. Um, but we're aiming for a weekly show. So we're stepping things up, guys. Thank you for the support. Um, it's the Y Files podcast. Checking out from Bucharest, Romania. My name is Wyatt. She's Annika. Tune in next time, guys. Thank you.